I'm your host, Mini Sam. I'm little Mini Leslie, bringing you your little mini dose of mini doses. Tiny little mini dose of horror. Um, just like a little tablet size, you know? It'll take a little shot. A little shot. Oh, shot. speaking of shot. Hey, speaking of shot, where did I put it? Oh, it's actually right behind you. Speaking of shot. Sponsored by. Sponsored by. My Lord. Lord. Yes. My Lord. My Lord. Just straight out the bottle, you crazy maniac. <laughs> okay. Your turn. I know, you're my red or die. Here we go. Oh, yeah, there you go. That's a good pull. Nice. Perfect. I think that was less than a shot, but that's fine. That's okay. We'll take oh, one later. Well, yeah, we'll take one. Um, so the reason we just took a shot of Malord is because today's mini-sode is about things that shoot. In Ooh, some cases, uh, today we're going to talk about the weapons that are used in horror movies. Yes. Um, and just kind of our thoughts on some of our favorite, most creative kind of weapons that we can think of. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. Well, I guess we'll see where this goes. Oh. Um, <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, well, yes. Ooh, we know that's <laughs> what you're doing. We're, we're, we know you're doing that on the other end. I know you are. Um, I know you are. I'm there with you. I mean, I think that especially thinking about slasher movies, mm-hmm. uh, specifically like Halloween, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, and um, Friday the 13th, I think those movies kind of kicked off like the weapon of choice of uh, these killers, and that kind of became, in some cases, the signature mm-hmm. of some of these killers. You always think of the knife with um, Michael, and also the axe with... Um, Jason, and then obviously the finger knives with Freddy. They're just like such a, became such a huge part of what made some of these characters so scary. And you immediately recognize these characters sometimes. But it's also like they're items that you have around in your house. Mm -hmm. You have a butcher's knife in your house. You're gonna have a freaking axe if you are around the woods, which these movies tend to be shot and mm-hmm. filmed and shit. Um, cause I never needed, a an ax. Like I never seen an ax in somebody's house because I lived in the desert. Mm. So it's interesting to like, maybe yeah. kind of see what's around your home to kind of inspire what you would use at that moment. These are, those are also things where unless they, unless you saw them in this like kind of scary context, you wouldn't otherwise think of it. Like an ax makes sense, like in your shed for working on tools and that kind of stuff. But after you watch Friday the 13th, you can't look at an ax without thinking, holy shit. Like Mm, this can captivate somebody's decaptivate. Chop your head off. Chop your head off. (laughs) That's all I did. Chop your head off. Chop your head off. Yeah. And Um, yeah, you're right. Like, it puts things in a new context yes. that you would have had not thought of before. That's what makes some of these weapons of choice so scary. Yeah. And, and speaking of, on that, of like, 
Um, I worked at a retail store and, uh, one thing that was told to me that I, like it was put into my perspective was that we have clear plastic bags in mm. retail just in case there isn't somebody that's trying to like fill a bag with clothes and have it be like a trash bag mm-hmm. uh, and throw it out and then come back and get it later. It blew my mind because I don't have that perspective. Mm. I'm not trying to steal things. So she was like, she's like, yeah, I know this of you. That's why I want you to be a manager. And I'm like, oh, shit. Like, okay. Mm. But like, yeah. So you don't, even though to some people now, um, a sharp object is going to be uh, used as a weapon. Sometimes you're like, oh, shit. But like. Well, I didn't know. Well, and it's interesting. It that way. Interesting too. I think kind of going back to when you mentioned, like you lived in the desert, you really haven't seen an axe that much. It changes. I think some people have very personal experiences with certain objects or certain things, which then changes how you view them and how they're used in not just horror movies, but any movie at all. So your personal experience with certain things. Um, is being brought to that movie experience too. And that could make it less scary or more scary mm-hmm. depending on what it is. So I think it's interesting too, like looking at how we each personally view these things in our own lives can possibly make it scarier and how they use it. I listen to a lot of true crime as well. And the things that, and they like bring this up. I listen to, uh, I'm pretty sure I mentioned it before in one of these, uh, my favorite murder. Mm. And a lot of the time they're because they're ladies that have done TV or have written for TV shows. Um, and, and one of her, like her thought process is always like, you know, if this serial killer was turned into a fictional character, what he's doing right now would be too much. Mm. Like I recently heard of the, eyeball killer and what it was is that he would murder ladies like usually prostitutes and then scoop up their eyeballs but like with the uh, like exacto knife just like absolutely just like carved in there to the point where people were like we are dealing with like a person that is skilled Mm -hmm. with a knife and they were thinking doctor whatever so like even things like that like art supplies and like well and that too i think goes back to um like you said that was too much to even put in a movie like it, you can't you, that's yeah. too scary almost or mm-hmm. too far for even someone like michael myers or freddie or jason to, to go yeah. like that's the real humans are even scarier and that kind of goes back to what that's what I love. Yeah. I fucking love just how <laughs> demented the human brain can be. To sure. me, that is the scariest monster. It's us. And that's why I like, I adore psychological films. Because, mm-hmm. oof. Yeah. Well, now I can't look at an exacto knife the same anymore. So, <laughs> thanks for that. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, I have one at home. Oh, God. 
<laughs> and he Watch woke out. up with no eyes. No. Oh, uh, the fucking monster from. <laughs> she put my eyes in my hands. <laughs> She's a monster. Um. So when you think of, because you know, obviously you do listen to a good amount of true crime, so I think we can kind of include that in this too. Are there any specific movies or stories where you, the weapon of choice was especially like, oh, that's fucking crazy? To me, poison is very interesting mm. because it is one that you can't really detect until the person dies mm-hmm. or until they're taken to a hospital. And it is a very like black widow or type like it's a very female type of like death unless it's a doctor that's doing that to you um because it is it's something about it being slow and kind of stretched out and you just kind of seeing this person <laughs> i sound demented yeah, i sound crazy. crazy this episode's gonna make us sound crazy i but know you're right too like because bear think with of, us think about like as a person who's poisoning someone you know that that poison is in there. You, yeah. You get to watch them ingest the poison knowing the whole time what's going to happen. Yeah. And, and you're, it's almost like getting off on that, like of like, I get to watch you unknowingly mm-hmm. take this thing and almost kill yourself. There was a serial killer too that, um, there, there were multiple people that I think he was either like a teacher or something at some source where he had a desk and in his drawer, uh, he had a cake that was rotting and every day he would just take it out and just watch it rot. And he would just watch it. Mm. And I think that's just such a creepy. Why? Psychotic thing because he wanted, he just wanted to see how like things broke down. Oh, um, and it, that went into how he like murdered and, and stuff. Mm. So, uh, was he a poisoner as well? He wasn't a poisoner, mm. but he, he was fucked up. He well. was fucked up. I can't really, really fucking pinpoint who it was. I'm really bad with names too, even though I listened to multiple stories several times, uh, from different viewpoints. But, um, yeah, I think that's a very creepy character trait. And you're right, we usually within films we see poison used by women. And I also think too about um like we saw it in the sixth sense with like the Munchausen by proxy mm-hmm. where they are keeping someone it's sick slow. Yes. slow and it's a control thing too mm-hmm. because you're controlling this person's health, literally. Um and it's to me just like this very much like power hungry mm-hmm. Um, narcissistic kind of you're trying, mode of murder. Yeah, you're trying to eliminate the problem without actually having to drive a knife that will end the person's life immediately. You're trying to make it as methodical as possible so then that way it looks clean. It looks purposeful. They died because they were sick, yeah. essentially. It gives you like a, a separation somewhat of a separation from like you said the actual act where almost you can rationalize mm-hmm. it. like i am not the poison no. i just happen to put the poison it in could there. have been the nurse that was taking mm-hmm. care of her that mm-hmm. i hired yeah you know but you're the one that like is giving the nurse the thing yeah those are the creepy really creepy stories that i hear of like the nurses that are 
you know, keeping people sick in the hospitals, killing them, old people in the hospital, and no one yeah. knows, you know, it's just like natural causes, you know? It's, it's like they love having the power of ending someone's life. What do they call them? Um, angels of death. Angels of angels death. Angels of death. Yeah. Creepy. Creepy. Yeah, poison. Shit. That's a good one. That's, poison. I mean, not a good one, but a creepy one. Yes. Um, one that I always <laughs> think of is, and this is kind of like specific to a film, um, and that's in Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Obviously, the, the chainsaw, chainsaw is very scary mm -hmm. because of the noise. The fucking noise. That's what gets you because you know it's coming. And this idea of being like ground up in like the fucking chains, Woo! like that can't. That will go through your limbs immediately. And that has to be a painful death. Like, there's no a way of getting around how painful that could be. You know, it's just like, it's so mechanical and just so, seems slow. Yeah, have you really seen bad. a tree being chopped with a chainsaw? And imagine your fragile little body. Butters. Absolutely. Yeah. Woo! So that movie... <laughs> Obviously uses the chainsaw as a very creepy way yeah. of death. Also, another thing in that movie that I like and I'm terrified of are the meat hooks that he uses. You know, it's like Ooh. he's... Uh, the meat hooks are, you know, themselves just a hook that is hanging on a wall that we use to put, like, cow meat and all that kind of stuff. But then when a person is being shoved up there oh. just the idea of you hanging and your own weight is what is just driving mm -hmm. this thing and the thing is like your bones will not allow that for your body to fall mm -hmm. apart if it right. weren't for your bones you would be able to like slip off of that yeah. after a little bit but your bones are there yeah. they're strong mm -hmm. and this idea too that it's like this is used for us to hang our meat that we cook with. Now it's being turned back on you, and now you're hanging on you're it. You're the meat. You're the meat. Yeah, and you could be, he could keep you hanging there for... Until you rot. As long as you want, you yeah. know? Until you rot away, yeah. And yeah. I, that movie, to me, just uh, does a lot of things with meat, you know? And mm. that's kind of what it's talking about, slaughterhouses, all that kind of stuff. We're in the slaughterhouse there, you know? They were... And also the fact, too, of... It's dirty. Yeah, it looks like it smells. It smells. It's got it rust smells. on it. <laughs> All these, the chainsaw, it's the It's claustrophobic as well. Even though it's a big space, but it's filled to the rim with shit. Usually meat. Ugh. And you know that meat's rotten. Yeah, ah. it's, it takes those images and just makes them even scarier than, mm. than what they are. Because they're about to be used on you. And this movie is so iconic that every Halloween there's someone in the neighborhood as you are trick-or-treating um, with all the gear of the, like, the me head and, like, going around with the chainsaw. Yep. That's that noise. I remember being, uh, going to uh, Fright Fest at Six Flags and it was my first year there. I was probably in middle school and we were doing, like, the haunted walk or whatever and it was this area that was labeled bathroom. So I was like, oh, like, this is just like a break from a oh, bathroom. Oh, no. And so I'm, like, going up to the bathroom. Uh, out of nowhere, a guy who's dressed as Leatherface <laughs> comes around the corner. I sh almost shit my pants. 
literally almost oh, shit my no, pants. Scared the shit out of me. <laughs> oh my god! But I, I heard it first, scared. and I was like, yeah. I heard you hear the first, and you're like, what the? And then you see the guy, and you're like, ah! Oh my god! Horrible. Oh god! Absolutely horrible. Yeah. Um, another one that I want to kind of shout out to is um, the finger gloves in Nightmare or yeah, Nightmare on Elm Street. I think that that is it's iconic. It's iconic for sure. You know, once you see the finger gloves, who that belongs to. It's Freddy's. Um, if you didn't know, if you didn't know, <laughs> um, but it becomes it because weapons were objects before. Now mm-hmm. it's actually part of him. Like, it's on his hand. Um, And so, no matter what, he is a dangerous character. So, because he's built to kill. This this finger glove gives him the knives that he is going to use to kill. And I think that is such a... The image is terrifying, and the idea is also terrifying. Um... And I gotta, you know, just applaud the filmmakers for coming up with that idea, because um, I think it's just, it's inherently scary, and you can use those fingers to scratch on metal. Like, oh, not such only an is awful sound. Not only is he using it to kill the people, he's using it to torment mm-hmm. the people, and um, really scary, really scary. Again, one of the one of my favorite movie, like horror movies, but also horror characters and partly is because of the yeah. finger gloves. I want to also give a little shout out to anything that decapitates people, anything in hereditary, 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 hereditary. Um, in the omen, in the omen, yeah. in any of the final, final, uh, destination movies, final destination movies. Do love a good head lob. Oh yeah. Love Clean it. off. Yeah. Like, I, I heard that you could feel it for like a second, a second. But like when you are in those kind of situations, things do appear to move slow mm-hmm. and you're like, oh shit, I'm going to die. Mm-hmm. So then as soon as like, cool, and you're like, oh fuck. And then die. And it's also this like somewhat medieval way. Because the guillotine and cutting oh, your head God, off yeah. and like executions, it's Ooh. very you know very final because you can't live oh, without yeah. your head. So no. it's a very final kind of death. And Chickens kind of can. Kind of. For no, a I mean, bit. they're not they're not alive, but they're just like they're little nerves <laughs> and stuff. They're like <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's like you know when when a head lob is happening, that person's dead. And when it's done well, it's yeah. very cool. And the practical effect that mm-hmm. goes into doing that and making a head look realistic, you know, and making making just the action of it being cut off is just nice. Good job. Good job, head lob. Nice. So, um, completely hypothetically speaking, <laughs> if you were in your own horror movie, mm-hmm. um, I don't know, what's your weapon of choice? If I was a serial killer? Sure. Hmm. I would want... Disclaimer, we don't actually want to kill anybody yeah, before we, don't we want talk to... about this. Absolutely. And then we're not encouraging you no, to go out do and do any of this. This is all just filmmaking. Film. Yeah, this is a film about us. This is yeah. real life. 
This is not real life. Yeah. I think I would go absolutely psychotic and use the human mind to try to get mm. back into making the person just lose their sanity. Oh, damn. So not even really a physical weapon? Um, More like mind games? Just mind games. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. That's cool. I mean, and that is another thing that we didn't even really talk about is, I mean, thinking about movies like Saw or, um, mm -hmm. uh, I mean, I don't know, I'm just trying to think of like, like these manipulators, you know, who are, yeah. again, separating themselves from the actual act, but they are manipulating you into situations. I, I mean, Damien is kind of like that too. Mm -hmm. Kind of that mind control thing with you kill yourself but it's because of the influence that you're putting on other people. Yeah. It's terrifying. It is. Because you can't fucking control that. Or you can't really prove that to yep. people. Because you killed yourself. That was me. You did. Yeah. Yeah. It looks yeah. like a suicide. So it's a suicide. And it's like how the power of like the person to be able to manipulate someone to that level is yeah. shit. That's a really scary person. It's terrifying yeah and i'm not this kind of person okay no. folks i'm not just saying that it that's scary mm -hmm. so yeah uh, yeah that's that would be my weapon so my weapon um i remember when i was in film school i went on to a set and they were actually building the set and there was this hammer it wasn't like a normal hammer they call it, it's called a framing hammer framing and it's like the size of the hammer itself, like the head is n like pretty normal, but the neck is way longer. So it's a hammer about that long. And so it's so that when you swing it, it's coming down with like way more power. Oh. And so I remember seeing that and being like, that would make a really, really scary killer. Like it just, the look of it made me scared of it. Mm -hmm. And if someone's coming at you with that thing, First of all, it's got reach. And also this idea of blunt force trauma is way worse to me than like stabbing is. Yeah. Um, uh, stabbing's awful. I mean, it's both terrible. Yeah. Obviously, lesser of two evils. Like, but this blunt kind of just like hitting you over the head with this thing. This is so uh, fragile, you know? So mm -hmm. like to get it hit. And especially with a long ass hammer. That would be probably my choice only because when I saw it, for the first time, I was scared of it. Yeah. And it wasn't even in a scary context. I was on a set where people were actually using it for what it's meant to be used yeah. for. And I saw it. I was like, that thing's scary. Like, <gasps> Don't come near me. Don't come near me with that hammer. I What I'm laughing about is um, because when you said it had reach, for some reason, I just pictured this character. <laughs> the The protagonist is like hiding in a corner and there's like the corner right here, and you just come over and you're like, <laughs> reach, gotcha. Corners ain't gonna stop me. Killer Sam is coming with his framing hammer. <laughs> Hell yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Again, and we don't wanna do this. I'm not, I don't wanna do that. No, uh, Think guys, of it as in a movie. You this know? is just all. Uh, Pretend. It's all pretend. In fantasy. I'm hitting a very well-made, practically, head. Very well-put-together head. It's beautiful. It's yeah. a beautiful effect. 
real eyelashes, real but eyelashes. not not plugged from a person. It no. was just kind of like real hair made into eyelashes. Have we convinced you that? That we're not crazy? We're not crazy. Have we convinced you? People. Help. I mean, but also the people that are listening to this probably have thought about this several yeah, come times. On. Yeah. Let's go, y'all. So what's your weapon of choice? What is your weapon of choice? Mm-hmm. Let us know. Let us know. Well, I think uh, let's let's get over Another? that our sponsor again and um, absolutely and shoot this episode out. Um, oh. Oh. oh, edit oh. edit all of this. Make mm. make me look cool. Take three. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. To the shot. To the shot. To Malort. Those are big swings that you're taking. I'm going to take a big swing. Woo. My mouth is watering. I'm crazy. We're from Chicago, by the way. If we haven't mentioned that before. and That's why you can't find Malort where you are. Because none of us are, none of our listeners are in Chicago, obviously. <laughs> we got a few. We got a few. We got a, a few, few in there. Um, um, but yeah. Yeah, cool. Malort, you got bought out. Thank uh, you, Malort. We, we miss you. you. We miss you. We love you. We love you. Um... That was a little fun episode. Yeah, that was fun. Fucked up episode. I mean, a little crazy. In our world, fun and fucked up go hand in hand. They do go hand in hand. Yes, thank you. They marry at the end. (laughs) You may kiss the fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Mini plug. Um, you can follow me on Instagram, color me Leslie, and me at bbbridgett. You can see us at the Deadlights Pod. Yep. Also check out okay. Playground Social, which is the studio that we're recording this at. Yes, they're funny, everybody. We have fun around here. Yeah. We have fun. We do. But until next mini sub. I will use this now to kill Sam. Oh no! <laughs>